I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Good to have you with us. Manchester United lost at Anfield. Palace got a draw at Manchester City. And Mike Dean was in charge of another game. his 500th game 5,000th 5 millionth game <laughs> what <laughs> a milestone for Mike Dean and what a milestone is he getting for a the DVD? football ramble <laughs> <laughs> of all 500 my name is Marcus Bella Luke is here alright and Petey's here hello darling Petey baby back from Seville very enjoyable if you've never been to Seville get yourself to Seville yeah get yourself pick an orange off a tree yeah they're quite bitter aren't they really mm-hmm. nobody told me that I just thought ooh little bit of the orange <laughs> And it was uh, rather aggressive. Definitely yeah. wasn't the peel you were eating, though. <laughs> well, I just eat them like apples, me. Yeah. yeah. Had news travelled to Andalusia about Mike Dean's 500th game in charge? Well, obviously, the, t- the, the town was a buzz. Because uh, he's not just the nation's referee. He's the world referee. Mm. And uh, they were erecting statues. Uh-huh. Uh, there were street parties. All kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, as there should be. Mm. Well, of course, um, we, we heard They call him, him Miguel, of course. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, we, we saw him mouth uh, the word bollocks. Uh, uh, so he mouth a bollock. He, I th- I ma- he mouthed bollocks. If so you the, pardon the expression. The newspapers reporting he mouthed it's his bollocks. Yes. When talking about Ollie McBurney. Uh-huh, right. and McBurney. I think, sorry, go on. No, no. I was going to say. I think we should really understand the gravitas of the situation about how impressive it is that Mike Dean's done 500 Premier League games. Hmm. Um, the BBC had a Mike Dean quiz on the website this weekend. They did, right? Uh, where you could talk about and, and guess answers on some of Mike's fa- favourite moments and mm. best moments. And um, but on the serious side, he is fifty-one. It's quite a big effort. It's a huge effort. We all we all joke and we will continue to joke, of course. But well done, Mike Dean. <laughs> it's a hell of a milestone. Uh, and do you think that he took some joy in the montage on Match of the Day and, and what's been said about him? Or did you think? Yes. Do you think he's just sort of, no, 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 I'm not watching that. I'm just going to just going to have well, me dinner. I, look, well, I'm, I'm, a Mike, I'm a Mike Dean apologist. I think he's a, a good referee and he deserves a bit more respect. But then he does stuff that makes you go, come on, mate, you're a referee. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I also say that, I mean, the game that he, <laughs> that he covered, I think because of the gravity of the situation, because people were aware they were taking part in history, mm. they were trying a bit hard. <laughs> Possibly. And, and it, was, it wasn't quite the yeah. free-flowing game we were after. Yeah, did purely the, because the occasion sort of got on top well, of them a little bit? It felt a bit like a World Cup final, yeah, Pete. Yeah, yeah, it was very, yeah. very difficult for the players to play the game and not the occasion. Yeah, indeed it was. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Anfield, where Liverpool with Manchester United... Is that all United Mike's getting? Yeah. Why yeah. would you want a bit more? A few, few minutes. It'd be fuming, that's all I'm saying. If you flip well, it, all right, go on, you flip it straight All right, we won't go to Anfield. What are your top 10 favourite Mike Dean moments? Uh, that one with the bollocks. <laughs> if, if Mike Dean started his own city like Akon has in... Uh, Senegal. Ang- Senegal. No, yeah. it's Angola, I think, isn't it? Senegal, I think. All right. Um, I'm sure somebody will no doubt tweet us. Yeah, it's, not, it's not Angola, really. Uh, anyway, they... Um, uh, yeah, if you went to sort of live... Would you live in Mike Dean's city? I think we all do, in a way, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. It he's would have from, to be a stadium. He's from the Wirral, so probably it's around there. I mean, of course, one, mm. of, one of the best Mike D moments is when he was supporting Tranmere and, and mm. shouting it from the... Uh, yeah. the roof from the rooftop standing mm. on was he standing on a seat I think he was standing on one of those things you lean on uh, okay either way bordering against the rules probably yeah. I heard you standing on a floodlight going come on but anyway Howard <laughs> Webb goes, Howard Webb goes to watch Rotherham every week and did, I think did whenever he wasn't working he's a big Rotherham fan and Kevin Friend is a Bristol City fan is he okay I, think, I can't remember they're all football fans at the end of the day mm. of course they are yeah. do you know they got into it yeah why not eh? why the bloody hell not right good on Mike are we ready yeah I feel much better now okay good he's got, he's got his four minutes fair play <laughs> no you're, you're right enough uh, Liverpool we mentioned out of course 2-0 Liverpool 16 points clear at the top in January and don't they have a game in Ooh, hand as well they're a good team <laughs> <laughs> they are good yeah I mean it's it's absolutely phenomenal it's machine like it's really machine like it's got to the point now where you can name presuming that you know injuries aside and everything you can name the first 11 off the top of your head do you think yeah 100% what you went uh, Fabinho he didn't start he came off the bench I know but some people would have him in that I, first 11. I just said injuries permitting you can yes. name it. it's always been well I mean Ultimately, you you know the the, the the core of their team off the top of your head. Yes, you, you do. In a way that you don't know necessarily about Man right. United because you know what they're going to play one week for the next. So, True. So what I'm saying is they're very settled. They're very um, settled indeed. Well, and, they, and they're, they are machine-like in their in their ability to beat any team that's put in front of them. Is it, is it kind true. of a situation where, for me, Liverpool can beat any team in front of them? They Their sternest tests are the ones where there's some kind of occasion or narrative, you know, there. Obviously, Manchester United took points off them uh, in the season. Uh, there's a long Just one. history of... Uh, a, a long history from um, Premier League seasons gone by, the Liverpool-Manchester United uh, fixture is always a always a big one. Spicy so, meatball. So that was. So I thought Liverpool made heavy weather of it <laughs> for, well, for yeah. quite a lot of the. Uh, well, they should have been outside. They should have been. They yeah. should have been able to up. There was chances galore. Yeah, I mean, even On Manchester United should have had a couple of goals at least. They grew Martial. into the game, didn't they? They grew mm. into it. Yeah, Martial's missed a big one. We, 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 of course, you, Pete. Speaking of like playing occasions, you'd hope that Liverpool have this wrapped up by the final day of the season when of course they play Newcastle United Steve exactly. Bruce's Newcastle United Look, it could I mean. be the Spurs five, was it 5-0 4-0 that season 5-1 where Newcastle going down and they hammered Spurs inexplicably I tell you what if Liverpool won this is, this is how ridiculous it is if Liverpool won the league on the last day of the season it would be an enormous balls up from Liverpool's point of 100%. view. Even if they, even if they eventually won if it, they have to win the final game to win the league. They won't win the if league. If this is not wrapped up by, I'm saying end of March now. I've, I've moved forward from April. Well, the record is 19 points, which is Manchester City a couple of seasons ago. They got 100. When did they? Do you and remember the not, date? May not have got. I think they did it with five games left. I I can remember. May Manchester, not run 81. Man City run 100. Okay, Manchester United winning the title. I think it was at Southampton, but it was. 
it was like end of March, early April. Mm. It was very early doors. I, I think. I think um, this is what we've. This got is here. getting. This is getting to deep stats now. Yes, but I think that Man City and Man United might have the joint record for the earliest okay. in terms it's, of games. But then, of course, yeah. it depends on the nuances of the calendar. Is that deep stats? Like unexpected goals, deep stats. What I mean is deep stats by <laughs> I don't really by our I by our standards. I can't really confirm it because I can't I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But um, the record is nineteen points, and I think that's a much better measure. Yes, and I have got a good inkling here that Liverpool will beat that. They won't well do. They don't look like they're going to lose. And, it's, and, it's, and also, when, when Man United got 81, that's that's quite good. Yeah. I mean, that's decent, right? And then, mm. and they still... I, I 81 think, points has won the league in, uh, in yeah, season's gone by. Yeah, it has. And, if, and if, United, if Liverpool win their game in hand, they'll be 19 points clear. <laughs> and then you kind of think, well, they've only, they've only dropped two points all season. Yeah. They're way ahead of what Man City were tracking at mm. this time when they won it. So, it's, it's I mean, phenomenal. it is an incredible performance. They've only conceded 14 goals. The record is 15, Mourinho's Chelsea. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so they're and not they going to beat that. Surely, weren't as scoring as as many as uh, Liverpool this season, are they? But Liverpool, oh, Chelsea, Marino's Chelsea, yeah, you're saying. probably not. But City they score, score more than they did score a lot of goals. But yeah, um, I, I had a friend of mine, uh, and it wasn't Jim. He's uh, an Arsenal fan, and after last night's or yesterday's uh, result, he was gutted, and he's like, "I really thought like the, the sort of the." Manchester United there's some sort of because um, they got a point off them yeah. he was really Google. hoping yes that Manchester United could actually beat them he's like oh they're going to go a whole season oh they're going to the Invincibles we're going to forget about the Invincibles I was like oh dear I don't think Arsenal fans are going to forget about the Indefensibles unless <laughs> Indefensibles I've noticed on the radio show that I do that um, the, 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 the prevalence of Arsenal fans ringing up about it is getting higher and higher oh yeah, right. and then, yeah. but you'll soon have Man City fans uh, thinking oh no they're going to get over 100 points yeah, they're gonna smash him all to bits. They could do. What did you make of um, of Mo Salah's torso? I'm it looking was, at you, Pete. Uh, uh, in, 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 in the in the yeah. pantheon of great football torsos, it's up up there, isn't it? Keegan gets sent off at Wembley's. That is the gold standard. <laughs> Back in the was it, yeah, was it was, was late seventies. Well, I guess for that generation as well, Keegan taking his top off and, and looking in science, incre- really. It's, it's very impressive. Science, it's an incredible. It's, it's impressive now, torso. but back then, as you say, Balotelli was up there. Yeah, it's a strong one. It's a big one. Cristiano Ronaldo for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. but he 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 doesn't do it with grace. <laughs> no, well, none of them He's do, really. He's just a man who... He smashes like... you over the head with a sledgehammer torso. Yeah. I know, I know, yeah. but come on, if we're just talking about the body, it's yeah. just weird. Salah's... Sal- 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 I mean, because the thing it was... It's very good. I, I I love a goal like that because it's 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 oh, a dictionary definition. Sadoff was amazing. He was about 40 yeah. times. <laughs> um, the, the dictionary definition of you don't get tired when you've got the ball. Mm. When, you've, when you've run your bollocks off, it's a 90-second minute, and, <laughs> and you know, you're still in the game. It's 1-0, yeah. and so you've still got to close the game out. Yeah. The way Salah approached that chance and just put it away, with the pace and, and the control. Daniel James, when he speeds back, yeah. and he's trying to... I mean, he's not the biggest but still you're right Salah was just like no I'm eventually going to score against this bloody football club yeah. would, you, would you have taken him down I would have nah yeah. not a 1-0 not if you were a professional footballer <laughs> and not Luke Moore the hatchet man I would have taken him down before he took a strike because <laughs> I know it's the curtains. first minute yeah, first minute yeah, I'm going to have a terrible afternoon yeah. I'd want out you're saying if, you, if, if you've got the ball and you're on top and you're winning you know yeah. you don't mind putting in the, the, the hard yards and so on I mean Alisson yeah, exactly. Mm. I'd have Steve cooked it. I'd just pick the ball up. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a celebration for Alison? I loved that. Yeah, it's great. He, 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 got, he got down there pretty quick. One of my mm. favourite celebrations, uh, I mean, it was mildly reminiscent of that, was Paris Saint-Germain away to Barcelona in the in the Champions League many moons ago. George Weyer playing up front for Paris Saint-Germain. Mm. And uh, what was his name? Uh, Lamar in goal? Oh, Bernard Lamar. Bernard yeah. Lamar yeah. was in goal. And he made a mistake 
In fact, it may have even gone down as an own goal to put Barcelona 1-0 up. Mm. It was a bit of a shame, and it was a good PSG side. Yeah. Had Ryan there as well, maybe Leonardo. And uh, George Weyer equalised, and he was fantastic that evening. And he ran, and it was like Lamar... In my mind, Lamar and him run and... and Embrace like each other. Like through a meadow. Yeah. Because yeah, a, a meadow in like that. And, 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 and meet around about the halfway line and both uh, embrace and roll around on the floor a bit. It was ah, beautiful. <laughs> Bloody beautiful. Um, I thought, man, United, going back to, to, the, to the game, I thought Fred played pretty well. I thought that United knew they'd have to stick in there and, mm. and ride their luck a bit, which they did, of course. I, I didn't, I, I'm going to make no friends by saying this. And I, 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 as, as, usual, as usual, I don't care. Um, that. that that foul that was given on De Gea mm. by Virgil van Dijk, was for me, bullshit. not a foul. Even Roy Keane thought it wasn't a foul. There you go. And well, he was very no, but Roy Keane would think it isn't a foul because he, he would be annoyed at De Gea for not being hard enough. Yeah. Mm. No, he said it wasn't a foul. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But, but Patrice, and, and Graham Soonis and Roy Keane were agreeing and Patrice Everest said, oh, for me, it's a foul. And Roy Keane was just like, Patrice, come on. Yeah, he, he, he was uh, he was on one on the television yeah, uh, to the point of where after the game when he and Carragher were having that row, yeah, I it was a bit like late on Christmas Day, mm. the <laughs> two of your uncles were having a row, but yeah. you don't really know what about. No, yeah. and people have left at this yeah, point because yeah, I didn't even really know the point Keane and Carragher was trying to make. Well, Carragher was saying Keane that... got so Irish, yeah, <laughs> and so Carragher gets really high pitched. Yeah, he? his accent just went. So impenetrable. I'm like, wow. Oh, it, yeah. And he was, Keane was so close to, just because he's your mate. Mm. Just because Lampard's your mate. Or no, <laughs> just, I was, sorry. Solskjaer. Sorry, so yeah, just because yeah. your mate. Cause he and was, it was just... Keane yeah. was like that far away from break, making it all about John Delaney at the FA. <laughs> 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 and Mick McCarthy. Who told you that? John Delaney told you that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to a thing that man said. Well, I'm, I'm not. He's not involved. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they were arguing about, uh, for those who don't have access to Sky Sports. About and it did feel yeah. a bit like King was sticking up for his pal, didn't it? Did. it? Yeah. He was, he, uh, but they really went at it. And Jamie Carragher was, uh, to be fair to Carragher, he was holding his own. Mm. Which is not like, make, making it uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But, for everyone. But, but Graham, Apart from Graham, who was thriving on it, <laughs> Graham, Graham's Graham. getting energy from it. Like, <laughs> Graham's going to live to 102 now. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Sooners was sat there almost marvelling, like, Oh, is, this what yeah. it, is this what it's like for it's other like people watching like, me? Yeah. My boys. <laughs> my two boys. boys. It's like when Sonic gets hit, all his rings come out, and he was just... Yeah. <laughs> soon as he was just collecting the coins, going, yes. Ding, 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 ding. With a big tent pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Did you think it was a foul then? Because you didn't give your opinion on it. I mean, I, I no, feel, I know I didn't think it was a yeah, foul. Because I, I feel like there should be... If two players go up like that, both eyes on the ball, looking to head the ball mm. in the middle of the pitch... Mm. I'd like the referee to let them play on. I'd like yeah. to look mm. a stronger person as one. Of course, unless there's a dangerous play with an elbow or a head or something, I'd like it to go. And, and I feel like, I know there's nothing in the laws to say this, but I feel like the big high ball, yeah. and you're a, you're a goalkeeper who literally, lest we forget, can use your hands. Yes. You should be stronger than that. Mm. And he's legitimately, yeah. he's legitimately allowed to challenge for that with his hands down, down by his well, side at the ball. It's an odd rule when the goalkeeper has his hands up and when his hands come down or his arms come down and, and the arm hits the player, mm. that's often interpreted yeah. as a foul. Yeah. He's slam dunked. Well, yeah, but you think, well, the, the, player can't, the player doesn't have to get out the way of, mm. um, of, of the, the goalkeeper. The defender, if he can't 
if he can't uh, tackle the the forward, you can make it a bit awkward. You sort of shepherd. You, yeah. you don't have to go. Oh, I can't tackle you. Therefore, have a free pass, my man. You know. No, exactly. That, and so, and I felt, I felt really. I would, if I was a United fan, I'd be really frustrated by the way they just didn't defend that passage of play after that because they were convinced it was a foul. Yeah. If, and, and if I was a Man United fan, I'd be really upset by the fact that they didn't actually defend the passage of play after either. Mm. They kind of were convinced it was a foul, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were like, "Well, we're going to let the referee deal with this." Yeah. And and almost just let Liverpool score. And that was a nice finish by Firmino. Mm. But for them to go in and let um and let VAR rule that out, I just found the whole thing quite unedifying for well, a team who's, who's, who's supposed to be yeah. you know playing competitively. It was yeah. a bit weird. The first goal, Brandon Williams was left to mark Virgil Van Dijk. That's ridiculous. That's because they do. That's because they uh, have a combination of man and zone. Yes, yeah, all the L Van Dijk needs to do is get in that zone. It well, happened again with Fernandinho against yeah. Palace. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. So that I, I, yeah, I realised that was the case. Whereas when there was a free kick that was in a crossing position, which was swung in after Maguire was on Van Dijk. Now, like you said, they might have a different system for each one. Van Dijk is the threat, and Maguire, I think, was actually marking Joe Gomez, if I remember correctly, from mm. uh, the um, the corner when Van Dijk scored. And I just, why, why are you putting? I th- stick Maguire on Van Dyke. Mm. Well, it is harder because it's harder than it seems. I think because if you've got Van Dyke, maybe Van Dyke's quicker than Maguire, and he gets a run on him, and Maguire can't position himself properly to get in there, and, and so what they what they tend it seems I'm not an expert in this, but what it seems that they're doing is they're putting their best headers in areas where they think the ball can go mm. and giving them a chance to win it. But if you end up with a mismatch like that, I mean, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. uh, there's probably a better reason for it. You could probably ask Michael Cox why it happens. I don't know. But you know, if I'm playing Sunday league or Saturday football, mm-hmm. and our small little fullback, who's 18 or whatever old he is, Brandon Williams, is going up against the greatest defender mm-hmm. in world football, yeah. who's known for contributing goals from set pieces, and, and you know how it's accurate, wrong. Yeah, and you know how accurate the taker delivery is. is. Yeah, delivery is exactly. It's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. And don't, you don't help. You don't help yourself. And United concede set piece goals like you wouldn't believe as well. Yeah. I don't think there's any team in the Premier League that's conceded more than them. So it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but that midfield three for Liverpool just <laughs> they, they they were excellent. I mean, Henderson was was in the centre this time. Oxlade Chamberlain, Wijnaldum. In there as well, or Ronaldo again showing his um, importance. They sort of switched around. Henderson was actually given man of the match, but mm. just the the intelligence, the industry, the the even the creativity. You don't you don't often think that about some of those players. But Pete, you remember Ronaldo at Newcastle? You know, mm. I mean, and we should thank Newcastle for bringing him to the Premier League. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> He's, I'll tell you what, Ronaldo might be running this contract down. Get in there. <laughs> Get him back. Get Come, him return. On. Come on. Slight return. He's, he's a phenomenal player. He's and an incredible player. And, he, and, and, and in a team full of absolute megastars, yeah. uh, to varying degrees, he he kind of he doesn't get the, 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 the props he deserves. I think he captained PSV to the title when he was 24. Yeah. Mm. That's how much of a... That's the thing with Liverpool. Leaders all over the pitch. Mm. All over that pitch. Which you need. Personal responsibility, which is something yeah. that Manchester United uh, players have frequently not done this season. Yeah. Would you say, again, learning from Arsenal... Leaders all over the pitch. <laughs> yeah, the golden era of Arsenal. We're in the middle at the moment. <laughs> what about uh, Rashford being out for a while? Yeah. That is a shame. Um, hopefully, stress it, fracture could be could be could be complicated. Could be long. It would be yeah. They, they, there's talk about two months. When you hear that, you think Ugh. you want you know it was a give or take a couple of weeks. If he can get back by the end of March, then you think okay. That should be enough to get a bit match fit for the Euros. I'm thinking about England. I'm always thinking about England people. Come of course on. you are, mate. Everyone knows you're always thinking about England, mate. Um, you lie on your back thinking of England. <laughs> <laughs> Thank 
yeah, so it's a great shame, of course, for Manchester United, though, in the meantime, because they need him. And then Vardy goes and misses a penalty and says, look, you don't want me anyway. You yeah. don't need me. Uh, I am fallible. <laughs> Speaking of fallible, let's go on to Manchester City versus Crystal Palace. Great point for Roy the boy. Yeah. Once sure. It's not the first time he's got a decent result against Guardiola. Often say mm. that Hodgson's got Guardiola's number. Sometimes he forgets that, but every now and then it pops <laughs> up, of course. Sometimes he can't find it in his phone book. <laughs> Did you see what he said about John Stones, where obviously Stones was taking a bit of flack? Even Guardiola mentioned it, and, and Hodgson sort of came to his defence and he said, Well, at the moment, he's in a very important goldfish bowl. Right. You know. <laughs> Well, well put. It's a very, well put. it's a very important. Genesis. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tosin first start in the Prem uh, for Crystal Palace. I hope he has a nice time there. I really like. Him. I think he's a good player, Tosin. Yeah. Mm. He loved it, didn't he? Did you see the interview after the game? <laughs> no, he's like, oh, I just, just want to, just want to say thanks to to all the guys. Yeah, everyone wrote, worked really hard. It was just great to play. And I was like, oh, this is delightful. What he meant was, I came here and I did not realise how many shit forwards they have at this club. <laughs> and I thought, I'll be fine. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely to, to start a game. It's lovely to score. Yeah. And it's lovely to have people working hard around me. I think, I, I think I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was um, Fernandinho again, he sort of got bullied a bit, didn't he? The own goal, he, he felt, it felt like he, he couldn't really... Um, he couldn't really make an impact physically. Well, when, when Connor Wickham back, bearing down on well, him. I mean, and Connor Wickham isn't. Look, he's had a difficult time. I've got no reason to stick the boot on him. At this level, he's not a very good forward. Mm. Right? He's just not cut the mustard mm. at this level. And there might be reasons for that, but that's the fact. Yeah. Uh, but Fernandinho couldn't make a physical impact on him, no. which is why he got forced into that position. And then with the first goal, he he, I forget who he's up against, but he misses. The, he, he can't make an impact on the first header either, which yeah. means Tosin can fill up with the second header. And and that that to me is like. Great, great example of why Fernandinho shouldn't really be playing centre back. He should be playing in the midfield, and it's it's going to be one of the many reasons. The most important one being Liverpool, brilliant. That the Man City aren't going to come anywhere near it. This well, maybe year. they just rested on their laurels a bit. You know, much has talked about not signing a centre half and so on and so forth. And with Guardiola, how much longer is he going to be there? I, I don't. I think he might be the season after this one. He might be off. I think he might go this summer. He mm. could go this summer. It'd be, it'd be either or. You wouldn't think long term. So, so the idea of do you know what I think's going to come in this summer at City? It's they're going to go back to Sven Poch. Oh, what are you going on? Well, hang on a minute. I said to you that there was a little lad playing for Manchester United who was touting it. That he was going there. Either way, he's going to be in Manchester. Yeah. Look at you smiling. What have you heard? What have you heard? <laughs> I mean, you got a punch in your ear. I just think Mauricio Pochettino might be go, might go to Man City this summer. I think you go to Man United. Is it time to dust off Mostradamus? <laughs> find out on Thursday. Is it, uh, it Mostradamus under the box of the masked winger? Find is, out it, later. is it Nostromarcus waiting in? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I think you know. <laughs> have any of the Man City players tales of Pochettino for the summer? I don't know. I don't uh, know any of them. All right, you don't know. What I do know is that that... T- I wish what you do know, mate. Wish- <laughs> well, we won't fill it now, will it? Um, I wish that Kevin De Bruyne free kick went over the line. Oh! <laughs> it was a beauty. Yeah, it was. It would have been a very satisfying one. Yeah. Um, but of course, it didn't. Uh, and Palace, they you know, they, they love it, don't they? Man City were awarded um, a pen that the VAR overturned. Rightly. Mm. Rightly. Yeah. More conspiracy for Man City. They didn't get that one where it had the Palace player handballed it, even though it was perfectly... Uh, Liverpool. Uh, strike again. Was was this was this the game where there was a handball in the build-up? Uh, what for the? There was there was a game this weekend, and oh, I realise I sound like like you know the mad old uncle in here now. <laughs> but there was a game this weekend where there was a handball in the build-up, and it didn't rule it. Out. It wasn't ruled out, Ooh. but it was in exactly the same way that Declan Rice's was ruled out against Sheffield United the week before. Poor. I can't remember. I've done my research. It doesn't matter. But anyway, listen, everyone listening at home. 
There's inconsistency in VAR. Yeah. And I've discovered another one. I just can't remember the details. No. Well, uh, I mean, they come sort of thick and fast. They do. The games come very quick. I mean, there's more games tomorrow night, Pete. Oh, I know. There's all sorts going on. You guys are playing uh, Everton, Everton tomorrow. Yeah. What's going on? You haven't well. got time to enjoy the Chelsea win. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get all that. Now we've let's got through all that, Chutney. Main event. <laughs> let's get down to it. Main event. A man getting hit in the Todger. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the Todger, that was the bollocks. That was the bollocks. Could have yes, been both. Yeah. Could have yeah. been both. Could have been a little bit of the both. And I thought when I, when I first heard it, it had happened. I heard about it before I saw it. And I mm. thought, oh, the flag, that's all right. It won't hurt that much. Ooh. It's the big chunky Ooh. bit that yes. hits the flag in the ground. What are the, the chances? Heavy. The heavy what, bits. Is, is that a kind of a lovely kind of metaphor of supporting Newcastle United? They score a, a last minute injury time winner against and the Matt superior Ritchie side and as he's celebrating he gets a massive mm. thwack in the bollocks <laughs> <laughs> I always enjoy watching Matt, Matt Ritchie play for Newcastle United because he is an underrated he's almost Daryl Yan Matt levels of crazy Yeah, uh, but he's so into playing football mm. yeah. I love him he, dem- um, he demands so much from all the players around him all the time and the gets so little I actually find it quite annoying <laughs> and he's from my hometown <laughs> another one yeah, you know. he, he does. Yeah, he does. Popular he in the Premier League. Do you know what, place, what? What you were saying about you know from gospel? I went. See, I was born in Kingston upon Thames. Yeah, the same as Declan Rice. Yeah, Luke Declan Shaw. Rice from there. Yeah, Luke still Shaw lives well. there. Does he? Yeah, like Stormzy. Declan still lives there with his parents. Declan Stormzy from Thornton Heath. No, but he's, he lives in Kingston. Does he? Okay. I believe Spider Man, old Tom Holland. They're all in Kingston. Hello yeah. to uh, our so, American listeners. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard of some of these people, yeah. surely. Go on. Uh, what were we going to say? It's just a lovely smash and grab from Brucey's boys. It is. <laughs> yeah. That went nowhere. Yeah. No, I was saying that because you were talking about people uh, born where well, you're Well, it's the Gosport born. versus Portsmouth Derby, Newcastle v Chelsea. It Richie is, yeah. versus Mason Mount. And yes, yeah. I understand Richie only came off the bench. Yeah. But he made an impact. <laughs> he did. And that, even if that was just to burst the eardrums of all of his co <laughs> teammates. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but there's a great ball in from Alain San Maximin. Well, they do rely on him a lot. Uh, he's just come back from injury. He was, mm-hmm. he was needed to play all of the match. How did you much. say his name, Pete? I'll say Ma- Alan St. Maximan. Okay, cool. I don't know if I got it right mm-hmm. or not. Pete, who ASMR. Did, you know who was man of the match? <laughs> what? You know who was man of the match? Was it uh, Almiron? Was it was it fair play? It was, it was Miguel Almiron. <laughs> was it Miguel Almiron? What a player. Okay, he's, right, okay. uh, he's, he's becoming a Newcastle, though. Very disciplined and organised throughout. A Steve Bruce team will be that, of Industrious. Course. Played five and a four. Yeah. Make, make it difficult for Chelsea. <laughs> I mean, as Jonathan Wilson's written quite a lot about, we see this a lot now. Compared to 15 years ago, however long it was in, in the top flight in England, he's a regular thing now that the... the, the um, poorer side, if you like, will concede possession. So mm. Chelsea was 70% possession. We see it all the time with Manchester City uh, as well. Um, but when you're that disciplined and organised, you know, that, that really is the blueprint and the template I, for, for teams trying to get a point, or maybe even three if they can, against better sides. It's it's a good breadrock for any um, team coming up. Um, it's not defending well, it's defending in numbers yes. and relying on Probably one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League at the moment. He's had an incredible season. He's, he, he was he, very good. Dubravka uh, gets criticised every now and again for his positioning and his uh, decision making. Not in but this he room. Well, no, well, not in this room because he is. He brings so much to the side. Mm. Uh, even playing out from the back, he's got he's got a good uh, delivery on him, um, and he's he's very unflustered. Uh, until he's very flustered. <laughs> Chelsea only have four shots on target, though, Pete. They did, yeah, but they 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 had a lot of possession, and yeah, but but they need to they need to find a way to uh, break down teams who who defend like this, and and, and they've shown all season that they found that very very difficult. And if they don't get the they don't get a goal, they're, they're a little bit out of ideas. Newcastle, but they, they they should have scored a couple uh, mm. at, at various points. Newcastle aren't defending hard; they're defending smart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joel Linton nearly scored hit the bar. Hit the well, bar, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. Newcastle safely ensconced in twelve. Just uh, five points off fifth. 
Really? It's, mad. it's just mad. It's a mad division. This well, that is, yeah. yeah. But all the points, Liverpool have taken all the points, therefore there's less to play yeah. for whatever it is. Is that how it works? And then, and then they're, certainly seems off, like they're four points off the relegation zone, though, aren't they? Yeah. The, the teams in the middle just don't seem to want to put any form together, like I've said all season, and it's a poor league yeah. outside of the o- top Only, um, if you take the, t- the teams between second, Man City, and Everton and 11th, only mm. one team won, and that was yeah. Wolves. Awful. Well, the, Awful. But it goes to show that Chelsea... They lost again. Still fairly comfortable in fourth, though. Man United seem to lose all the time. Still well, fifth. I, I always don't, fifth. I, I don't always understand. the same. Ch- Chelsea are going to sleepwalk into the Champions League. Yeah. Nobody wants it. <laughs> Somebody out there wants it, surely. Sheffield United mm. want it. Oh, they do. They want it bad. They do, indeed. I want a break bad. <laughs> right. Like Walter White. Indeed. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back, everybody, to the Football Ramble on Football um, Ramble Daily. Do we do emails now, or do we do my little Betway update? We do emails first, but we can do your Betway update if you want first. I feel like I'm it's sure, happening to get out of the way. I'm sure Pete won't mind. Pete, should I just do the... Get involved, do it. Yeah, because it'll just get, it, get the admin Well, it links done, with Joe Linton almost scoring a header off the bar. Sure. That's mm. the player that I went for. Yeah. All right, well, so, so um, we, pick four, um, we pick four players to score first from Betway's four selected games for Betway four to score. Go to betway.com forward slash four to score. It's free to play. And that you can win uh, this weekend just gone. You could have won £25,000. Jim mm. picked Calvert-Lewin. He scored, yeah. but it was four minutes too late. 
Pete picked Joel Linton, hit the bar, but didn't score. I picked Jamie Vardy. He would have got one had Popey not saved the elder <laughs> penalty. And Marcus, you picked Roberto Firmino, who had one disallowed. So we're very close. Well, but Vardy and Firmino wouldn't have been the first goals of the game. Well, we, listen, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> um, nobody, nobody won this week. And there's two, two words that are a reason for that. Isaac Hayden. Mm. If you go into Betway 4 to score and you're picking Isaac Hayden. <laughs> Against Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah, in your head. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that means we roll over to, f- to £50,000 for this week and you can tune in on the preview show on Friday for our four selections. Betway.com forward slash 4 to score 18 plus and do gamble responsibly. Now it's time for emails with PDD. You email short football ramble daily. All right, then we've got an email from uh, Frankie Patton earlier. Thank you, FPE. Uh, Hi, Ramblers. Uh, Two years ago, while playing in a relatively poor quality Sunday league game in Auckland, New Zealand, I was shocked to see 77 cap former All Black Ali Williams running from his spot as makeshift linesman uh, to collect the ball for me to take a throw in. The team we were up against uh, was captained by the former New uh, New Zealand international uh, cricketer Nathan McCullum, so I shouldn't have been too surprised, but having a man who I'd seen lift the Rugby World Cup (laughs) (laughs) uh, chase after a straight ball for me on a uh, bleak Sunday morning was bizarre. As uh, the game wore on, it became clear that Ali was being saved as a super sub, maybe lacking a a bit of fitness since his retirement from rugby in 2015. Losing 2-1 and with a final throw of the dice, Captain McCullum brought 6'7 Williams on on for a corner in the final minutes of the game. As he jogged on, I turned to the small Japanese boy who'd inexplicably volunteered to go in goal to replace uh, our absent keeper. I could see the fear in his eyes as I told him he would now be airily competing against a former all-black lock. Uh, despite climbing over three defenders to win the header from the corner, Williams was not as good as his head as he had been with his hands during his four-year uh, all-blacks career. The ball sailed wide and we snatched victory from the former New Zealand international cross-court Sunday league team. Love the show. Cheers, Frankie. Is that the uh, most notable thing Ali Williams has done since allegedly trying to buy cocaine outside a nightclub in February 2017? He's a big boy. Big boys need big drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kim Luca Borges uh, Hi boys Good name oh, Two well, good great. names I think it's Borges Or Borges maybe um, Trying to defend The undefendable Hi boys Hope you're well After hearing some of your Comments on the lit shows I thought I'd try And do something No man would ever Dare to do I'm going to try and defend Robbie Savage. Oh. Yes, you heard that right. A few years back, me and my young lad uh, were on our way to St Andrews to watch Albion play Birmingham in an FA Cup fourth round draw. Special occasion. My lad was one of the uh, mascots for the Albion. Anyway, Robbie Savage appears um, on a train platform. Giving that my wife hates him, I thought it'd be funny for me to send a picture of our boy with him. He looked in a rush, but I decided to approach him anyway. He said, excuse me, Robbie, do you, uh, do you mind taking a picture with my son? He stopped and turned to me, looked at his watch and surprisingly replied, um, as long as it's quick, I'm really late and I'm going to miss my train. Um, I proceeded to, into pulling my uh, phone out and for some reason I got a bit nervous. I was stumbling when trying to get the camera open. Surprisingly, even though he was clearly in a hurry, he kneeled down, introduced himself to my son and asked if he played football. They struck a, struck a pause and I was finally able to take the picture. He said it was a pleasure to meet my son, patted him on the head and ran towards his platform. He never made the train. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look. There we go. Very nice. Fair, fair's, fair's look fair. at the picture. He looks different there. Fair's fair. That's what, do you think Sa- it might not be not him? not average at all. <laughs> I'm talking about the ma- my mate's son. Interesting. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, Nick Dainty. Another great name. Dainty. Dainty. Hi chaps. <laughs> uh, listening to the masked winger jingle, I think it's got real potential as a crowd chant. Go on. Um, it just needs the right four-syllabled wingers. It could work on. Closest I've got so far is an order Serge Aurier's cavalier approach to the wingback role. Uh, <laughs> Serge Aurier, 
What mark who he's asked, but he'll attack with vigor and clout. He's a fast winger. <laughs> Can't terrible. That going around terrible. The, the, the stands. It's just no, terrible. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Moran has an ultrasound bone healing device. Great. Well, we he, might need uh, that. Yeah. Well, in the summer. Yeah. Um, Tell us more about it. Um, he was listening to um, the ramble. He got hit by a van. Remember that guy? I think we said oh, on the yeah. Olympic show. Um, he got hit by a van while listening to the ramble, uh, and he required ankle surgery. The initial surgery wasn't successful. Um, the ankle uh, got put back in place, and the bone broke up into little pieces, leaving a gap. I mean, it's it's uh, it's less than ideal in yeah. a bone surgery. Uh, the surgeon was looked to operate again so soon, so I ended up uh, tri- trialing this uh, machine. The private company who supplied it explained that a lot of athletes use it for fractures uh, to stimulate bone uh, growth. Um, And as you'll see uh, from the pictures, it's essentially like being on a tag. You put the circular uh, part of the fracture, apply the gel and switch on the machine and it's supposed to stimulate the uh, leg, encourage the bone to heal. It doesn't work. Um, Rashford uh, should gift it to Nemanja Matic in the hope it uh, could grow a right foot. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Jamie M, for that. Uh, they don't work, so unlucky. Fucking grow, you bastard. Yeah. Grow your bone. Is that what broke? Oh, yeah. Oh. You I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> footballrambledaily.com And now Peter's reading it out. Well done. My bone's got a little machine. It's bone. Machine. Pixies. Yep. Pixies there. <clears throat> Phil Bones. <laughs> Bill Bones knows what Bill I mean. Bones. <clears throat> Norwich City. Norwich City. Norwich City. Norwich City. Norwich City got a good win against Bournemouth. You can't deny that. It was a big win for Farker. It was. Bournemouth are bad. Yeah. <laughs> bad to the bone. They are bad. Bad to the bones. Yeah. Uh, Cook. Uh, has was was sent off for for a diving handball save. It was all a bit of a mess, wasn't it? At the mm. back, it was save of the season. Do you know what the big <laughs> the big crime was? Was that Duda has just gone there yeah. uh, from uh, from the Bundesliga, mm-hmm. and he would have scored. He would have scored first on this, goal on his debut. I know, mm-hmm. and he was denied Annoying. cruelly by the hand of Cook. By the same, by basically the save of the season. I can't tell you a better save than that. <laughs> it was absolutely superb. It was well, amazing. It was yeah. unexpected. Why are you doing that? If if someone said to me, "You have to get sent off for a deliberate handball in a game." How do you mm. want to be sent off that? Yeah. I want to be sent off for there's that. A, there's a big gap between that and Steve Turler getting, Steve Turler getting uh, sent off for pretending he'd been shot. Yeah, that was amazing. That, that was, was more like platoon. Unedifying. That was rubbish. More like but platoon, This yeah. was excellent. Um, there, was a, there were a few incidents which just shows you, I think, how desperate Bournemouth are at the moment. They, Callum Wilson snatched at that chance uh-huh. um, where, I mean, he's, he's not in great form, but you'd think he would have, he would have done better. Uh, Dan Gosling had a real snatch at a header as well. And then mm. Steve Cook making this decision. You could argue Steve Cook kind of did it in the moment, which I'm sure is true, but it all felt a bit desperate to me. It all felt a bit like, this is a really important game for us. Norwich are the only yeah. team statistically worse than us. We cannot not win this. And they ended up just having an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Even though, even though, um, of course, Norwich are the players sent off themselves as well. Correctly sent off after the referee went to check on the VAR monitor. It was a nasty one. It was a very nasty one, um, but a vital win for Norwich who uh, just closed the gap between um, themselves and, and all the other teams. But the three current teams in the relegation zone still look the most likely to go down, Norwich, Bournemouth, and you'd have to say Villa as well. Um, West Ham, Watford, Burnley, Brighton and Newcastle are still in the mix, though. Although Burnley had a great win against Leicester. Yes. Mm. I mean, Leicester, obviously Vardy's penalty, then Vardy yeah. had a chance, so... Yeah, come on, son. We might need you in the summer. Looking <laughs> I mean, more likely. Jack Grealish is doing his best to keep <clears throat> Villa in the league almost single-handedly. Yeah. Top scorer. 
I think he's top assist maker as well. Mm, yeah. He's grabbed him by the scruff of the neck, which is what you want from your captain. Indeed. But you've moved on very quickly from Burnley there, and, and I don't think that's fair on Sorry. Nick Pope. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I've got him as my fantasy team goalkeeper, so I'm happy to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. They were chanting England's number one. Well, listen, there'll be no one left, mate, by the summer, so <laughs> the, the rate we're dropping like flies. Popey, just keep yourself in cotton wool. Come on, Popey. You'll play. You'll play up front. Well, we're all right. Get, the goalkeepers aren't getting injured. Tom Heaton, your, your bow. He's, oh, he's done. Yeah, Bay. That's true. Goal Pick, Bay. Pickford's still there. Yeah, Pickers, he is. Pickers I mean, is he's still mad. Then. But I mean, <laughs> he's somehow quite good for England, but he's mad. Yeah. Speaking of goalkeepers, I've not see Pepe Reina back in the Prem. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, chief cheerleader Pepe Reina. Just we let him rest. A video went around over the weekend of him already doing some kind of weird cheerleading thing. Oh, I didn't mm. see that. I think it must have been his initiation for his new club. You know, they do that kind of thing. Yeah. But he was no, no, absolutely no. I, loving I, I, it. I, I'm pretty sure you can see the players going, no, 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 This we that don't need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do an initiation. Yeah. And the now I'm going to pay in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In those Kappa shorts, though, he, yeah. he's, I mean... Grealish's legs look magnificent, oh, don't yeah. they? Yeah, he's great. He's great. When he's thundering around the pitch like that and smacking the ball in the back of the net, oh yes, love it. <laughs> he could... Euros. Yeah, there's a lot of Euros. chat about Grealish. The, the path are on peak. It's gonna... <laughs> a football ramble episode in like a month's time is just going to be Marcus pointing yeah. at me, just going Euros. I'm just <laughs> Euros. <laughs> Euros. I just think we should just have like Marcus's England channel, yeah. and it's yeah. just him going. Euros, Oi, the Euros uh, just are coming. At least let's wait for Brexit to happen and then yeah. get that channel. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we'll go out in the second round of Dublin over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but but Greenish, you're right. He is he is single handedly trying to keep Villa f- uh, from relegation. Hmm. Is now he you gonna, want to talk about them all? Do you? Is he now gonna, you want to talk about I want to talk about them all. Okay. Um, but Brighton, though, they're picking up the odd points here and there. But who would you fancy at the moment for relegation? It would have to be the three that are in there. Would you say Norwich, Bournemouth, and one other? Because West West Ham with David Moyes, Moyesy, David, he, you know the ferryman <laughs> should should sail them into to clear waters. Eventually. I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to see Southampton go down. But <laughs> <happen> now, so. <laughs> I don't think I put them in that list. No, you probably wouldn't. Not at this point. At, at times, they have been the worst team I've seen in the Premier League for a long time. Well, a very specific time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one very month. specific two hours <laughs> <laughs> on one evening. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Well, talking of uh, uh, teams who are in the relegation zone, should we go down to League One? Accrington lost. 2-1 at home to Southend. That means big Sol Campbell got his first win as Southend manager. Oi, oi. Yeah, it was his 11th game in charge and they're only their second win of the season. It's fair to say they're having a bad season. 13 points from 26 matches. They're 12 points from safety. <clears throat> Bolton the bottom, of course, with seven points, but they had a 12-point deduction. Mm. But Southend, Southend have had their own problems as they well. Really I, have. I think um, it was only last week that I was reading there's problems paying the players yep. of course if you go into the championship you've seen Derby are in a bit of trouble now for for, for, um, for financial stuff too so um, it's not been the best of circumstances for poor old uh, Big Soul no um, he's having to scratch around managing at teams that will have him sadly um, and of course four teams go down that division So and I think they're 12 points off yeah. it still so it's, he obviously um, who was he in charge of uh, Macclesfield. Macclesfield Yeah, you know he got them to stay up, which was mm. a good job, all considered. Mm. Whereas this one, I think, it just looks... The brief is similar, but more extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like doing, doing Ironman challenges. They just concede so many goals. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They've conceded 66 goals already this season. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. It, and it's a shame with, with Sol Campbell because, like you say, we this won't really tell us that much about him as a manager. Yeah. I mean, maybe people at Southend will disagree with that. Actually, Stanley have got a left back who who's just started training with Southend. It's like, really? it's like oh, we're just, I'm just going to play over here I, for I, a bit. I wonder if I wonder <laughs> well, well, they shorter players, <laughs> shorter defenders. Yeah. I wonder if Big um, Big Soul thinks that you know if I do the best I can and actually impress um, 
teams I, we play against, maybe I'll get, after this season I can get a, a job somewhere else in League One and maybe build mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, no one's really, I mean, even at Macclesfield, from what I remember, I mean, no one really had a bad word to say about him in yeah. the circumstances. And it's probably the same as South and He's probably doing the best he can of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's a terrible, terrible result for Acton Stanley, who themselves are, are, are struggling right, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, that's just the third loss in a row for them in the league <clears throat> and they're, they're starting to flirt with it but you've got a situation where B- Bury are gone mm. Bolton, are, Bolton are almost done by definition because of the deduction there's only two places really and Southend are so far adrift you're looking at in real terms only one team's going to get relegated yeah. which will probably save Aquatic it probably won't be them so it's it's not great down the bottom it's not a great advert for the way the football league has been run at the moment no. with teams literally not being able to fulfil their um, um their fixtures but when we talked about that at the beginning of the season yeah, when did you? well let's go more towards the top of league one what about Pompey yeah doing alright 7th <clears throat> 7th now they're, they're, I think they're undefeated at home in the league this Come season on, we want them back in the championship they're, for the bants they're 6, <laughs> they're six points off the top uh, Wickham have been a terrible run of form, so <clears throat> Rotherham are now top. So yeah, it's, it's, it's looking okay. And Kenny Jacket was very lucky to keep his job earlier in the season, and now yeah. it's starting to reap the dividends. But they only uh, managed to win one away at Bolton, which wasn't a great result. Yeah. They're not hanging up Jacket just yet. No, they're not. <laughs> Certainly not. It's not getting warmer yet. Indeed. Don't take Indeed. your jacket off. Uh, Peter. Yo. Let's go to the Netherlands. Okay then. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Because he will actually, he will actually go. I'll go. Yeah. I'll just about the weekend. I'll go, I'll, I'll go Amsterdam. Did you see the scenes? I saw a big T4 fit sort of situation. Yep. Talk us through it. Someone has taken the wild step of uh, some people. Of painting, That's a team effort of painting uh, Alan Pardew's face on a, on a big bit of and Chrissy Chrissy Powell and Chrissy, Chrissy Powell, Powell both dressed as Ghostbusters. Why are they Ghostbusters? Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Yeah. <laughs> They need, they need, is that all we got? They need, they need help. Right, okay, they need cool. help. How many big banners have you put together in a, in a second language? I've bannered. How many Japanese banners have you done? I've bannered in my past. Yeah. Powell and Pard's on there. Yeah. yeah. You do check this out if you haven't seen it. It was lovely. It yeah. did look very funny. Chris Powell's loving it. Chris Powell, as he should be loving it as yeah. well. He's he, he comes across and, as a good egg. And Adio Den Haag, um, we, we, as we joked at the time, we expected Alan Pardew to go to the Hague at some point, but not for, quite for these reasons. <laughs> um, they won their first game back after the winter break. Mm. So he's yes, obviously they did, yeah, they did. Good well, amount Chris, of time to work with the team, and it's working so far. Chris Powell tweeted, uh, and I assume it's a, a real account. It all looks like it, but it doesn't have a blue tick, which is a shame. Twitter, get, get Powell a blue tick. Mm. Uh, there are welcomes, and then there are welcomes. <laughs> oh my word! Just the start we wanted, but it's just a start, and we have more work ahead of us. Thank you to everyone associated with uh, Adu Den Haag. The gaffer and I are proud to be here with you all. Glorious start. Lovely. I love Chris Powell. Hard's getting the the, yeah. the the recognition he deserves. Little asterisk on that. He was lined up for a ramble meet, then he fucked off to Holland. Yeah. So now we can't have him as a ramble meet. <laughs> yeah, but that's not. Other than that, I still like him. What you? So you now you won't go to Amsterdam. I would C- go. CP couldn't get it signed off. Pete. <laughs> couldn't get it signed off. Um, did you I also see? That. <laughs> did you also see that um, Mario Bellatelli came on um, and was sent off after seven minutes? Two yellows. <laughs> Squeeze two yellows in there. Busy boy. Yeah. Busy boy. That, that's so good. I'll try and get um I'll try and get the boys to talk about that on uh, Thursday on OTC. That reminds me of the story that Jose Mourinho told when he was into manager. And to be fair to Mourinho, he was laughing when he said it that they were away to, I think, CSK Moscow in the Champions League. And mm. he said all these strikers were injured. And so we I kind of think, would it have been Melito and Pandev? Would it have been that side? Uh well, he certainly had those players. Anyway, the, the, a lot of the strikers were injured. Balotelli was the only fit forward that he had mm. and a tricky trip away in the Champions League and Balotelli was I think he was on a yellow card and he was getting feisty 
and they got him and Mourinho said I got them in the dressing room at half time and he said I've got 15 minutes you know give or take with the, with the players he said about 13 minutes of those 15 were talking to Balotelli <laughs> saying just calm <laughs> down We ca- you cannot get sent off you're the only forward we're away blah 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 blah, blah. 46 minutes <laughs> second yellow red card <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was laughing about it, you know. <laughs> did, did you see um, the Florian Lejeune uh, interview in the Newcastle United uh, yeah, programme? This is great. I don't, I don't know how this is being signed off. How has this been signed off? By well, it's the, by the, it's the same company that gave you a calendar this year that had Solomon Rondon in there. I think Kennedy was still in there. Yeah. No, but that, that's poor. That's, that's, that's poor. That's, this is a programme. This is different well, level. There's an editor of. Yeah. It's, it's mad. The question was, uh, Florian Lejeune... Uh, how would you dispose of a dead body if you only had one hour to get rid of it? How is that? Qu- Listen, I've interviewed Premier League players mm. and nowhere near that kind of stuff's getting signed <laughs> off, I'm telling you. You can't even get them signed off about how they played last week. Well, he would put it on a boat, throw the body at the sea with weights on it. Just been watching The Sopranos. <laughs> he answered the question. Yeah, yeah. How would you do it, Marcus? Uh, You're a man of God. What? How would you send a man to his maker? <laughs> <laughs> can I also say with those things mm. with like Florian Lejean, <laughs> clearly they've just written it for him so right. have a look at it make yeah. sure it's fine and he's probably mm. thought oh, I can't be bothered with that yeah it's fine no worries. <laughs> hang on you said, said I'll do what oh. <laughs> were, were, were there any other questions no I'd, I, I, that's the only one that's been uh, photographed yeah I would I know you're asking I know you think no what, no, what no, no we're do? not asking we don't want to know do? you know like please don't tell I've been us I've thinking about this all weekend you know like in those circuses where you have like a um uh, like a man who dives into a pool. I've been thinking about this all weekend. Yeah. Like, a, like an outside circusy sort of thing. You've got like a big ladder yeah. and a diving uh, board, and he dives into a fairly small amount of Can water. Can I fill in the gaps here? Yeah. What, what you're going to say is you're going to get someone to do that, and as they about to jump, you have a massive big syringe, and you go <laughs> and you suck all the water out. No, this is disposing of an already dead. Already dead. Oh, because sorry. Already get dead. in the room, mate. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm saying it. that's part one. Yeah. I would leave it on the <laughs> diving board because the only people who ever go up there. Yeah are the people who dive off it and they don't do it very often. So they could be up there for weeks. I think decomposing yeah, in the hot sun. Nah, I, th- I think you need more than weeks. This what? is this is rock bottom. <laughs> Absolute rock bottom. But the bottom. only person who's gonna be accused of it, the only person who's gonna see the dead body up there is the high diver. And the high diver is automatically a suspect. So he ain't gonna be telling anyone. Pete, I get it. Yeah. Right. It's just rock bottom. Why is it rock bottom? The thing is the thing is You've spent all weekend thinking of that, and that's the best you can come up with. Yeah. Euros. <laughs> all right. Now you're Just talking. put him up somewhere really high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you, you know, stop kids from playing with pennies or, or bleach? Right. You that's... knock them away, I put them on high. Okay. What, the kids? How dare you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. They're not still listening. <laughs> Not for me, I like it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Luke Moore. Thanks. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Fuck off. <laughs> Jules and Andy are back tomorrow. Get your lug holes around that. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production.